0: This podcast is brought to you by HealthCareInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within the healthcare industry.
1: This is Howard Anderson, Managing Editor at HealthCareInfoSecurity.com, welcoming you to Editor's Choice for the top news and views in October. Among the major stories we covered this month was one of the largest recent health information breach incidents. Two affiliated insurance plans serving Medicaid patients in Pennsylvania reported the loss of an unencrypted portable flash drive with information on 280,000 members. The drive included members' health plan ID numbers and certain health information, according to Keystone Mercy Health Plan and AmeriHealth Mercy Health Plan. It also included the last four digits of about 800 members' Social Security numbers, plus complete Social Security numbers, For seven others. The health plans notified all affected individuals about the incident and offered free credit monitoring to those whose social security numbers either in whole or in part were on the drive. The information was put on an unencrypted portable flash drive so that the data could be available as part of testing a new hardware solution and the drive was later lost in our corporate offices according to a statement from the companies. We have taken Immediate steps to strengthen our operational protections to ensure this does not happen again, said Jay Feldstein, President of the Plants. In this month's featured blog, I discuss the issue of disciplining hospital employees who snoop at the records of patients. The issue has been in the news lately because of two incidents handled in very different ways. Miami Valley Hospital in Ohio recently sent a letter to an accident victim informing him that four employees inappropriately accessed his medical records. The victim was in the news when he was involved in a spectacular car crash captured by police video. The hospital did the right thing in making the victim aware of the breach of his privacy, but a hospital spokesman told a local newspaper that the four employees are being disciplined in accordance with human resources policy, declining to reveal the level of discipline. And that's a big mistake. Mayo Clinic took a much more clear-cut approach in similar circumstances. Mayo recently fired six employees for inappropriately looking at one patient's records and then publicized its action. A zero-tolerance policy like Mayo's can be a powerful deterrent. But at the very least, hospitals and other provider organizations should spell out to record snoop victims, as well as the public, precisely how they discipline those who violate it privacy. I'll be back after a short break to tell you about the rest of our monthly review.
0: Are you responsible for your institution's regulatory compliance program? Do electronic medical records, patient privacy, or data breaches keep you up at night? Do you have any certifications which require continuing professional education credit hours? The solution to your problems may be the healthcareinfosecurity.com educational webinar library. You'll find plenty of courses that align with your core responsibilities. Visit healthcareinfosecurity.com for more information on how to access these webinars.
1: Welcome back. In this month's featured interview, security specialist Mac McMillan of Synergistech says healthcare organizations need to develop a better understanding of how encryption fits as just one of many components in a broad security strategy. McMillan notes that despite the long list of healthcare information breaches reported to federal authorities that have involved the theft or loss of unencrypted devices, many organizations have been reluctant to adopt c- encryption. That's because of concerns about the cost and the potential adverse impact on system performance. To address these concerns, hospitals and other organizations need to take steps to implement encryption on a limited scope. He advises organizations to apply encryption only for devices and data for which no other acceptable control mechanism has been identified through a thorough risk assessment. Here's a clip from that interview.
2: One of the things that we, we should realize about encryption is that it is just one of the tools in our toolbox, if you will, in a, in a what I call the old-fashioned defense in depth strategy for protecting data or protecting Uh, systems from, you know, unauthorized access. And so first thing we shouldn't do is we shouldn't address encryption as a point solution. In other words, we shouldn't just say I need to encrypt everything without taking into consideration the other pieces of the puzzle and making sure that encryption is part of a a greater strategy as opposed to a a single program element.
1: Be sure to check out healthcareinfosecurity.com for all the latest news, interviews, blogs, and more. This is Howard Anderson. Thanks so much for listening.
0: This podcast has been brought to you by healthcareinfosecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research and educational webinars, please visit www.healthcareinfosecurity.com.